Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News, April 24th, 2023. It's barrel scraping season. We've got a few stories to get to today. Some happy, some sad, some weird, and some interesting. All this and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. Oh, I got a case of the Mondays. I really do. Just you know what it is? You you eat some sugar over the weekend. You have a couple Costco hard seltzers. Then Monday rolls along and it's wah, work sucks. Got up extra early this morning to throw some content together. Did Emma and Claire's podcast. Love to see it. That's going to air Thursday. We had a very fascinating conversation about all things Bachelor and Love is Blind, uh, specifically the um, fan petitions for change that are happening on both shows. That and so much more. It's actually a pretty sad day today. Morning, one of the greatest uh, dancer uh, and judge of Dancing with the Stars, Len Goodman has passed away at 78 years young. Here's to you, Len, and uh, that beautiful Viennese waltz you did there. Uh, he's uh, he, he's quick and nimble. Uh, in the 20 years he hosted Dancing with the Stars, we loved his cranky, cantankerous uh, British energy. R.I.P. Len. So I'm going to share that full, I'm going to highlight the full story that I have from my YouTube channel uh, as our featured clip at the end of this uh, podcast, but we are going to get to some of the other stories as they are happening in the world of entertainment. Florida residents freak out as they mistake Taylor Swift concert lights for a UFO. On April 13, 14, and 15, the pop star took her massively successful tour to Tampa, Florida. During the course of the three shows, several local residents saw strange lights in the cloudy Florida sky and were quick to assume they were seeing a UFO. Turns out those were just lights from Taylor's show. That's good. You know, how'd your show go, honey? Well, we caused a UFO scramble. Uh, military uh, uh, aircraft were hovering over the stadium uh, because uh, they loved my music so much. And certainly that's how you throw on a good show. And speaking of celebrities, uh, I have no segue here. Pete Davidson, criminal charges on the table for crashing car into house. Criminal charges not just on the table, skid marks on the front lawn. Looking at a photo here. If you're watching in the Patreon, you can see this. Skid marks, what appears to be uh, into his home. He doesn't quite break through the wall, the outer wall of his home, but there is for sure a large dent that will need to be addressed. You don't want to dent your house. That's rule number one. Um, I don't know... What could have caused such a large dent? I could only speculate. His late night car crash didn't result in serious injury, but that doesn't mean the comedian is going to get off scot-free. We've learned he's now facing criminal charges. I guess you can't... Oh, what kind of America is this if you can't even drive in to your own house at the middle of the night? Maybe your Xanax hit too soon. By the way, I'm kidding. But, you know, you got to time the edible, you know? You don't want to take the edible till you put the car in park. But sometimes you're like, all right, I'm 20 minutes from home. Uh, let's see how bad the traffic's going to be. Let's pop 10 milligrams and pray that we make it in okay. And not only did he make it in okay, he literally drove straight into his living room. Uh, no, don't take any prescription drugs or other drugs that might impair your driving. And we're not saying he did. 
by maybe, I don't know. As we first reported, drugs and alcohol were ruled out as factors. Oh, there it is. But we know Pete was traveling at a high rate of speed when he crashed, so you got to imagine, at the very least, a reckless driving charge is on the table. Well, maybe he was late to getting home. Maybe he wanted to catch American Idol. Who knows? I'm not going to cover American Idol today. We'll cover it tomorrow. Uh, we got to the top 20, but we'll... Um, well, you know what? Should we cover it today? Maybe I'll give you guys a song. I'll tell you what. I'll give you one. Let's go to American Idol right now. I'm going to give you one song, and we can... The question is, I didn't have one pulled up. What song do we want to play from our top 20? They were at 26, made their way down to 20, and um, I think we want... Let's go with uh, uh, Nutsa. Nutsa is a... Um, she's from Georgia, the country. She's already kind of like a big star, but here she is in the United States, just crushing it. Have a listen. One cup, bring back those nights on earth, you beside me, and break my heart. tell you something if you're not covered in goosebumps you're not alive folks okay i'm gonna play one more you know i'll play one more uh, american idol clip for you guys right after this break from our sponsors Okay, I told you I was only going to play one more clip from American Idol, but let's do this. I'm going to play one clip right now. Then at the end of this podcast, I'm going to play another because it's another American Idol superstar singing Celine Dion. Uh, you know what? Maybe we'll play a couple more at the end. There, so, I don't know. L leave a comment. Let me know on Instagram. Do you guys enjoy um, uh, my American Idol coverage? I just think it's good. Sometimes you want to hear someone ranting, but if you're driving home, you sometimes you just need to hear some good music. You need to have that music in that energy pulsate through you. I, I can't tell you the pot. I, I look, I'm doing a podcast here, so this isn't going to be helpful to me, but I listen to so many podcasts. Sometimes I need to remember to just put music on like music therapy is, is legitimate. I watched this show American Idol and I am left in tears so many times because you can just hear the hope and the talent just just reverberating through their souls. So this contestant I'm going to play right now, she's 16 years young. She didn't make the top 26. She didn't. She was like not 
She didn't make it. Then one of the contestants backed out and they called her up and they said, hey, we had someone back out. You're now in. Not only, and I got got goosebumps thinking about it, not only did she come back onto the show, she's taking it by storm. Let's listen to her sing on this top 20. She made it to the top 20. Tonight, they'll get uh, uh, paired down to to a top 12. We'll have to see if she can make it to top 12. Have a listen. This is, um, uh, Mm -hmm. I want to get her name right, Paige Ann. It's on Instagram at the Page and official. Have a listen. And I was crying. she is folks standing ovation tears rolling down her eyes and look i mean she's young she's 16 she's got a lot of growing to do but uh to take this second chance opportunity and to just grab it and this is uh this is just you know inspiration for all of us when you when you're given an opportunity like that you grab it and you don't let go so we're going to shift to some other news here. Again, we have some Bachelor content. I made a video today. It's it's tr- Trust me when I say this, it's not worth me sharing it here. Um, it's a very irreverent barrel scraping video. Charity, the next Bachelorette, um, is in Fiji. She went to the uh, island of Fiji or the Fijian Islands. What are they called? And um, she'll be doing, I think, her final like fantasy suites there. Um, and uh, it's interesting that People Magazine had exclusive photos that they ran with Bachelorette, like they joined up and released these photos. Because I'm telling you, it's they're just not good photos. It's nothing against charity. It's against, and it's probably not against a photographer. It looked like a production assistant took these photos. For for them to, to try to hype up the show, they don't even look like, put it this way, my wife, if I took that photo of charity, my, my wife would be like, this is a horrible photo. I'm not uploading it. You know what I mean? Like it didn't even pass the threshold of Instagram. And yet, anyway, I made a whole video about it to talk about like why the show decided to share these photos and what, you know, what's behind it. Uh, maybe there was some contractual obligation. Maybe they got free flights. Maybe... Maybe the the Fiji tourism board paid for them to, I don't know. I don't know, folks. It's bizarre. But anyway, let's get into some other stories here. Death row inmate who's never killed anyone begs Kim Kardashian to save him. Despite having twice been scheduled for execution in his 24 years on death row, Jeffrey Lee Wood remains hopeful as, as he tells the Daily Star of his legal battles and life behind bars. How sad 
is the is the uh, prison industrial complex. And I don't know anything about this guy. Maybe he's lying through his teeth, right? But how sad is it that we've got death row inmates, people that are being ready to be lethally injected, and their only hope is a reality TV star named Kim Kardashian, which says nothing about Kim Kardashian. It just goes to show the system is so broken that with a little bit of her help, her equity, her social media following, her ability to shine light onto people that are written off, she's literally saving lives. And you can think about her, her family, how you want. But she does not get nearly enough credit for what she has done to sort of... Uh, to rail against the industrial prison complex. We call it industrial prison complex because it is a for-profit system that only you know makes money when they keep these prison beds full of people. Now, you guys know where I stand politically. I want uh, prison systems to, uh, to really do a, a, a moral... Um, and I don't think prison, I don't think the prison system would ever, uh, you know, they're, they're not moral, right? But there needs to be moral oversight to get people out of prison that have been either in there for too long or wrongfully convicted. How many people went to prison for marijuana, uh, you know, convictions where now I can legally smoke marijuana. I can walk down the street. I can literally uh, have a joint of marijuana in my ear as I walk through TSA at LAX. I can do that. And some people don't have the freedom to live their life because of things like that. So anyway, he's on death row. We'll have to see more about this story, but he's pleading. Please, somebody help me. And we know there's been times um, he's in, uh, what, in Huntsville at the America, they call it America's busiest, de- busiest death chamber. We know there's been times where people have uh, gotten off the death row because new evidence or DNA comes out. Just a wild story, and we'll have to see how that all plays out. Another kind of dark story here. Danny Masterson rape retrial. Leah Ramini, date, rape, drugs, and Scientology take center stage. Prosecution's opening statements more vigorous this time around. As we know, or maybe you don't, Danny Masterson from that 70s show, a a deep Scientology member. Scientology, for all of its other problems that it has, has also been known to wildly cover up issues that should be dealt with uh, in the in the court of law. Like, you know what I mean? There are some people that are wrongfully convicted, and then there's uh, there are others that just walk around free because they have the power um, to kind of silence people. This case is about forcible rape of three women. L.A. Deputy District Attorney Reinhold Miller said in his opening statement Monday in Danny Masterson's retrial on multiple rape charges. The evidence will show they were drugged. All right, well, we're going to have to stay on top of this story and um, it's sad, but also, you know, better late than never to get some justice here. Um, and again, he's innocent till proven guilty, uh, but we'll have to see how that all plays out. Um, the prosecutor's first remarks of that 70 show star's first trial last year ended in a mistrial. Miller strategically shifted tactics this time for a more visceral approach over what he believed happened to Jane Doe, number one, Jen B, and the other women, including Jane Doe, number three, who dated Masterson for several years back in the late nineties and early two thousands. Um, so, um, I don't know what kind of toxicology information they have, but we will keep up with that trial as it goes down. And in other news, Oh, we have a couple big stories here. Fox and Warner brothers discovery and Comcast stock dips after major news breaks about Tucker Carlson, Dom Levin, Don Levin, excuse me, Don Lemon and Jeff Shell. So um, not only did it break that Tucker Carlson was fired, 
they didn't use the F word firing, but he was fired from Fox to the point where he didn't even get to say goodbye. I'm not placing any sort of judgment on who's in the right here. Clearly, Fox is in the wrong. They lost and they did lose by settling with Dominion. They lost about $700 million that they owe Dominion in a multi-billion dollar lawsuit. The biggest defamation lawsuit in the history was like $150 million. So this was like four to five times that size. They lost. They weren't going to go to trial if they were if they were guilty. You know, They didn't want more skeletons to be revealed. But why did they end up firing um, Tucker Carlson. I don't know. I don't know what else might come out there, but sure enough, we are going to find out. And then, of course, CNN axes Don Lemon. They don't even tell him. They just call his agent. And uh, I don't have. I, look, I don't. I don't watch either of those networks, uh, truthfully. So um, you know, don't really care. But um, if they need money from Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, they might not be getting any. Uh, how's that for a transition? Ben Affleck says he and Matt Damon blew through the hundred and ten thousand dollars that each made selling Goodwill hunting and went broke in six months. Let me ask you guys this. Would you go broke in six months if you were a young 20-something star in Hollywood who just made 110 grand? Let's take out money for taxes and agents and call it 50 grand. I... Excuse me. I would go broke in way less than six months if I was a young Hollywood person with $50,000 to, to burn in my pocket. So no judgments there. I think since then they have done just okay for themselves. Um, and I don't know if you guys knew this in entertainment. It's kind of pertinent uh, to get into the behind the scenes uh, aspect of things. But there is a pending writer's strike. And if the writers do go on strike, Writers Guild of America, WGA, in solidarity, other unions will probably go on strike with them, which means there'll probably be more reality TV since reality TV doesn't use writers, even though it is scripted. They just use like producers to write. Either way, Netflix may shrug at writers strike after slashing content spending in first quarter. Netflix cut its content spending by more than $1 billion during the first quarter compared with the same period a year ago. The streaming is generating more cash as subscriber growth slows. The development comes after Hollywood writers voted to authorize a strike as they seek more pay. And trust me, these Hollywood writers, the ones that are seeking more pay, they they don't have a good deal. And, you know, as you know, these these unions aren't they're not that greedy. They're they're just they're saying, look, if Netflix and these other streaming sites can become billionaires and make a ton of money, why don't we get a cut? Okay, let's get to the Len Goodman story and then some more American Idol um, performances after this break for our sponsors. And as mentioned at the top of the episode, Len Goodman, head judge of Dancing with the Stars, has passed away at the age of 78. Here's our tribute. We're going to play some clips um, of, uh, of things that he has said in statements people have made in his honor. Have a listen. Let's see what the tributes are. We've got the Today Show offering a tribute. I'm late to this story. It's uh, 11 a.m. on the West Coast, and I'm just finding the news, but it broke about five hours ago. Len Goodman, longtime judge on Dancing with the Stars, has died at the age of 78 after suffering from bone cancer. Let's play this clip, then we'll go on Twitter and show some of the other uh, sort of uh, alumni from Dancing with the Stars and judges that um, are offering their condolences and their tributes to Len Goodman. This is like, I mean, if you didn't have a grandfather growing up. Len Goodman's the closest thing we had. Have a have a watch. Some bad news here at the top. Uh, first up, Len Goodman, the longtime judge of Dancing with the Stars and Strictly Come Dancing, has passed away at the age of 78. Our friend Chanel's here yes. with more on that story. Good morning. Good morning to all of you guys. For nearly two decades, Goodman was the head judge on Dancing with the Stars, critiquing more than three 
thousand routines on the show. After suffering from bone cancer, Goodman died peacefully over the weekend and is now being remembered by family, friends and fans for his upbeat nature and sense of humor. This morning, fans are celebrating the remarkable life of Len Goodman, the beloved Dancing with the Stars judge who passed away over the weekend at age 78. Goodman's agent confirmed the news, saying that he had died at a hospice on Saturday peacefully, surrounded by his family. He had been suffering from bone cancer. Goodman served as the head judge on Dancing with the Stars for 17 years, shepherding the hit show since season one. What a fabulous way to start this off. Back in November, he announced his retirement, saying he wanted to spend more time with his family back in Britain. I've been with the show since it started in 2005, and it has been a huge pleasure to be a part of such a wonderful show. The audience paying tribute with a standing ovation. Goodman began dancing as a young adult, winning the British championships in his late 20s. He was almost 60 years old, running a dance school, according to the BBC, when the call came to judge the popular British show Strictly Come Dancing in 2004. He rose to stardom in the U.S. with his longtime run on Strictly's U.S. adaptation, Dancing with the Stars. He was praised for his straightforward approach to giving feedback to contestants. He was also complimentary and kind. This morning, celebrities sending condolences via social media. Goodman's fellow right, judge, so let's Bruno get to T- that. Yeah, real touching. I mean, hey, 78, can you imagine at the age of 60 or in his 50s, whenever it was, that he was catapulted into stardom, not just here on the American version, Dancing with the Stars, but Strictly Come Dancing, uh, the UK, uh, you know, original version over there. So... Um, Here's, uh, here's what a few people have had to say. Of course, some of the people that have worked with Len over the years had statements to be made after hearing of his passing. Bruno Tonioli said, Heartbroken, my dear friend and partner for 19 years. The one and only ballroom legend, Len Goodman, passed away. I will treasure the memories of our adventures. There will never be anyone like you. You will always be my perfect 10. Derek Huff said, Hold my gaze. Heartbroken by the news of our dear friend and mentor, Len Goodman. Still hard to fully process, but filled with gratitude, knowing I had the privilege of working beside this absolute legend. We will miss you dearly, Len. We love you. Rest in peace, my friend. And here's a video that he that um, Derek posted with Len recently. No, we didn't do it. We just talked about it. Come on, man. They're, they're begging for it. They want you to do a TikTok. Come on. This was his final moment on the show. Len, you have seen more than three thousand routines here in this ballroom and i know that you've got something to say tonight well whilst we are all getting excited and looking forward so much to the finale next week it will also be with a touch of sadness as this will be my last season judging on dancing with the stars can you imagine can you hear the gasps from the (laughs) It sounds so dramatic, but everything in Dancing with the Stars is dramatic, right? So the audience is just gasping here. You know, it's it's you know, it's one of those things, you know, I'm 37, I'll be 38 next week. Um 
And uh, you just mortality is one of those things you don't think of till you look at your parents or your grandparents and they get to a certain age and you start to contemplate. Like, look, the show wasn't going to last forever. And the show's still going on. The tribute that they will have for Len Goodman on the premiere of the next season of Dancing with the Stars, I imagine will be quite incredible. So he offered his statements. We already shared some of that. Um, and here's... Uh, I think the, I think Len danced in this dance. Let's see if we can find the part. I don't want to play the... I can't play the music here. So, I, does Len come out at the end here? I'm trying to find this. Oh, here oh here he is. So, Derek Huff. So, there's Derek Huff. I'm falling, I'm falling. This is probably the last dance, and then there's Len. Very elegant. Amazing. <laughs> a showman. There he is. Len Goodman. I think we can also find, if we look, um, here's some bits from him from his uh, Strictly Come Dancing, the UK version. Head judge, Len Goodman. If you don't get four tens for that, I'm going to go home and pick on my walnut. <laughs> I don't know. what This obsession we have with British culture. You know, we're so busy. You know, the royal family this, the royal family that. This is This is royal family. <laughs> This is English, England's finest. Just chuck it all in and hope for the best. <laughs> Everyone's reporting on it. It's just, it's one of those, you know, just sad stories here. Oh, oh, oh. oh yes. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. His mobility story. Well, you know, it was, it was a lot of things happened all at once. I, I'd hurt my foot playing football, so I couldn't play. My mate told me he went ballroom dancing. And I thought, well, I'll give it a go. There's girls there. So I had a winkle picker on one foot, my dad's carpet slipper on the other, and off I went dancing. And do you know what? I loved it. This whole place, the Riverley Ballroom, is basically one of the few places that is still, as I remember it, when I was first here, getting on for 60 years ago. I look at myself here, I was good looking, you know. A handsome little devil. I don't know how I used to do these things. I used to do lots of lifts and things in, in cabarets. At the time, I'm, I'm 23 or 4. In later life, I've had to have a, a, a knee replacement because of arthritis. Uh, this year, in January, I had a rotator cuff shoulder injury. And the surgeon said, having the operation is 20%. The other 80% is exercise, and looking after your joints. My biggest concern when I had my knee done, and even more so when I had my shoulder done, that is that I wouldn't be able to play golf. I said, when can I play golf? And the doctor said, no golf until June. But I was playing in April. And I put that down to a little bit of physio, exercise, and of course, a little bit of flexi sec. I do it on my shoulder, I do it on my knee. I call it my magic rub. You mustn't let pain get in the way of life. You know, it's so easy to sit in a chair and say, oh, I've got a bad knee, I'm not doing anything. You've got to push yourself a little bit now and again. The secret is to stay active. And I think if you do that, then, then things will work for you. For me, staying active keeps a smile on my face. You know, people say, what's the best time of your life? 
Well, I don't know because I haven't lived my life, but at the moment, life is wonderful. 74 years old, I feel fit as a biscuit and I'm ready to rumble. You've got to stay active. That's the secret. Ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of wisdom from Len Goodman. May he rest in peace. All right, and let's go to two more American Idol clips to end the show. Uh, here is a guy whose father is actually struggling. He's on dialysis. He had a stroke, so he's in the hospital, I believe. And he's just singing, you know, his name's Oliver Steele, just singing it with so much energy. And this is an original song. Have a listen. So darling, won't you let me know Is it too soon Too soon to say I love you Too soon to tell you I'm crazy about you Without you I don't know what to do and then the judges just went nuts for that song. An original, several originals last night. Not an original. Here's a Celine Dion cover by Olivia Soli. She's pretty young. I think she's probably, I don't know, 18, 19, 20, whatever she is. But she's just a powerhouse. The notes that are coming out of these people is just insane. So here's our final American Idol uh, song uh, from last night. Of course, tonight they'll be back with another episode. We'll recover. We'll uh, recap that after. We're going to wrap it up here. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of this tune. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow, share with your friends. And everybody pour one out for our good pal, Len Goodman. That's been the episode. That's all we have today. Have a good one, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.